Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you troubled by stale podcasts in the middle of the night? Do you love films that feature the busting of spooks, specters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Ghostbusters Resurrection is an RPG audio drama combining tabletop gaming and cinematic paranormal elimination adventures. Call the professionals at nerdyshow.com slash ghostbusters. We are ready to believe you. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerdy destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you, to learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Oh, oh geez, Danica. Oh, geez. That was a really good reading. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Denica. I'm Boar. I'm Brandon. And we're alive. We have power. Do we all have power? Yeah. Oh, we, we, all, we, we all have power. Not all of us in the Nerdy Show Network have power. No, it took you quite a while. It did. And Mark with a C is still sweating it out. Poor guy. In, in a hot box, pr- trying to preserve all of his vinyl. Well, at least he's got an acoustic Eesh. guitar. He doesn't need to use an electric right now. That's true. But he's also had to board his rabbits because they were suffering heat stroke. Oh, he rabbits. rabbits. Yeah, he's got several. They have eyeliner. They do. He's got Maybellines. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Is that what they're called? No, <laughs> no they. <laughs> Maybe they were just. They're born hot with tots, it. I think. Whoa, that's even cooler. Hot, <laughs> hot tots. I think that's the breed well, that hey, has. Mark, the... you got some hot tots there. <laughs> Are they white with black a they, black yeah. circle? Yeah. I think yeah. it's hot tot. It's our resident bunny expert. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be talking about the hurricane. We're also going to be talking about some movies and television that we've uh, been enjoying in spite of the hurricane, and other stuff. So I guess we've already sort of breached that elephant in the room here. Uh, we bu- hunkered down for Irma. Um, uh, I hate that word. Somebody hunker? give me a shot. Hunker yeah. down. You know, like, You're supposed like... to drink every time someone says fucking hunker. Wait, really? Uh, Wait, this is the problem now? It's a, it's a drinking uh, game now, I think. It's just really irritating. I, I don't what's, know what it is about we... that word, but like when whenever there's a hurricane coming. Well, it was moist outside, only been through so we two. hunkered. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does, does hunkering have something to do with moisture? Uh, it, it's apparently a, 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 people don't like the word moist, so I decided to combine it. I thought maybe that would send some shivers oh, down someone's see, spine. I, like, I love moist. the word moist. It, it doesn't <laughs> moist. like irritate me in the same way that I've heard people describe moist irritating them. It's more like moist. just something that people start saying and, and for no particular reason. Uh, what what's what it's is like my... there's no other verb i don't know what else to you is there well, a substitute hunker. we can hit, use hit, yeah hit me with the thesaurus what we got now that's right i said thesaurus i didn't say thesaurus i said thesaurus like batten, a batten uh, the hatches i, is I am term. prepared for is this the just hurricane a pet peeve thing I, you, don't, yeah. you don't like thesaurus <laughs> no I don't. how do you feel about aluminium I, I feel like you're not british so you can't say that <laughs> what about debris oh yeah oh. they say debris the debris uh, instead of debris that was great I hope the lorry picks up my bin. <laughs> I like to study geology. That's my favorite. Well, how about battening down the hatches? Yeah. I could just say that. I ain't got a boat. Okay, but if everyone said that, Boar, you'd get fed up with it. If I would. Was I, I, I genuinely I think, would. I think someone just needs a thesaurus. <laughs> we just need more than one word for a 50,000 weathermen to say 20 times a day. Yeah. It's just like... All they're really saying is, well, we're hanging out here and we're not leaving for quite a while. We're uh, we're waiting out the storm. Yeah. We're prepared for the storm. We're hanging out. Hanging out. I installed <laughs> various tarps. I rented a hammer I refused drill to from hunker, the Home Depot. Is what it is. Uh, I, you, you didn't predict a massive tree falling. I, I did. Well, I braced myself for the possibility of the house that we record Nerdy Show in being compromised by one of the gigantic oaks outside. However, instead, 
Oh no, the oaks, they were firm. They call them mighty oaks for a reason. What is not so mighty, no one ever says the mighty palm tree. So the mighty palm tree uh, rocketed down from my neighbor's yard, crashed through a fence, and fortunately did not damage the house so much as um, Scared the crap out of you? Well, I, I, I heard many bumps, and in fact, the bump of the palm tree colliding with the corner of my house did not register as a significant bump. Oh, okay. We um we had a I don't know what kind of tree it was a massive tree that's not an oak tree outside of our complex that just literally it, fell right on the only way in and out of our complex. It was huge. That. It was huge. I have to look at it. It might be an oak tree. Most of the yeah, trees just of snapped. that size in that neighborhood are oaks. And it was like it wasn't rotting or anything. It just snapped, and it they took hours and hours with chainsaws trying to move that thing. It it's took like over a day. It was two trees actually. So there was one side that blocked the parking lot did they the fuse together into a mega tree that's a, I mean, that's leave, actually what it looked like yeah. like it yeah. had done that and then split back into two trees because ah. one went left and one went right into our building but not not our into our unit yeah. so so we're good we had no damage but there is still a tree on our building as long as your unit is okay yeah my unit is <laughs> <laughs> we were eating a lot of canned food maybe yeah, uh, I, I, we got enough rations for like rations. We got enough food supplies. I thought, well, if the power went out for two weeks, the first night, I thought it was weird that you wanted some more canned food, Brandon. But you, I was going to the grocery are store today, and, and oh, you requested Jesus. that I get some escargot. And uh, uh, what do you know? You I, actually got escargot from from Publix. Yeah, in a can. In a can. Oh God! I, I, I can, have a confession to make, Cap. You, I've never had escargot from a can. <laughs> Neither have I. You've got to watch what you Ooh, wish for. And that is a that is a, a It's a, filled with liquid. A, a you want to hold that over the electronics? Pungent smell. Why don't you smell that pungent okay, let me smell? smell it. Do Hold not on. hand that this way. Yeah, why don't you just keep what? that to yourself? That's, it's it smells like peanuts and oil. Here what here's a fork. Okay, so they're not in shells. I'm just straight up that, eating a yeah. snail. What is the recommended um uh preparation a for a canned snails? So uh, well, I, there's I, there's, a, there's a recipe on the side. I actually Wait. was just out of town at a family reunion thing and my aunt makes us cargo every year They're so big they're so big i don't want a whole one. Oh god apparently the shells that you put them in like oh you can't god. get them in the shells anymore There's so she antenna. saves them every year and washes them but she takes those <laughs> and takes like garlic and butter and i've heard of garlic and butter yeah. and you like you i think garlic and cream, butter and then but she cooks them and then this looks inserts like them back into the shells and uh, serves them that, that way what i'm looking at is if you took a snail out of its shell and just left it in a pile of shit for like two weeks you see an, there's an antenna hanging off of it well yeah yeah, that I'm, I'm more worried it. about the I, uh, the spear like penis. Is this <laughs> is, is that this safe? is that still included? I think so. Yeah, it's oh, cooked. Cool. I'm assuming. Yeah, like, it says so, so right. on the can. Hold on. I mean, oh, it's very soft. Oh, escargot in butter and garlic is decent. Oh, right, it's not. Let me describe but it. But I don't think I would eat that. <laughs> Kino, what? It tastes like a really soft, delicate sponge. So that the texture's not. Oh, there's the bottom. Ooh, it's not bad. It tastes like how wet trees smell. <laughs> oh, so kind of no, pe- it, kind of peaty and, and disgusting. It tastes like Wakaiva. It tastes like a like a park with trees that it's just rained in. I'm not joking, Cap. You're going to try this with I, me. I am going to try it. Here you I'm, go. Here you go. I, 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 I want to try not to look at it because really the the looks is go what. Yeah, there's there's the bottom. There's its feet right there. You want to eat its foot? I want you to know this is eight dollars, Brandon. This this gag <laughs> this gag cost eight dollars. That's like a dollar a snail. At of least. my own money, I'd like to point out. Yep. <laughs> they look like the sludge. Oh, you ate the whole thing. You find outside of a dumpster. Oh, like a yeah. wet tree. They look right? like dumpster yeah. sludge. Yeah, but a wet it. tree. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you you're just n- gagged a bit. I, I was well, it's because I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't like this. Let me just swallow it. Oh. Um. But yes, it tastes like a, a wet tree. It one hundred percent does. And when uh, Denica was talking about like dumpster slime and, and peat and all that, I, I think yeah, it, it, it's very. This is extraordinarily earthy. A little eggy too. This is the, that's the only uh, thing I've ever described properly. Um, does anyone else want to try? I think one? I know why they drown them in garlic and butter. Oh yeah. yeah. If they're if they're hot I, with garlic that and butter, be bad they're, with garlic they're and okay. Butter. I think that would be pretty I have, good. I have a number of forks here. Is anyone else? Uh, Hell no. I'm uh, I'm good. Hell yeah. no. There's it? a reason that before the well, show I didn't request snails on. Well, the, unlike Brandon, we'll cook it with garlic and butter. I'll take it home. Cool. Okay. I, I, I mean, anything's so, good with butter. I, I hate to waste food and I hate to waste money, and this could be both. There's a million snails outside of our house. I will I will find them at a home to live in. We'll we'll make more snails and replace the ones we've eaten. We're not going to waste them. Huh. I mean, they will be wasted. Has anybody ever eaten those gigantic snails? Is that from the, from the ocean? You, no, like nautilus. The, the ones that'll 
they'll like climb up people's houses and stuff. Brandon, you just they'll, com- they'll come on to land. Combine basilisks <laughs> with with the nautilus, like in what? the Amazon, because I've never had a snail no, I've heard the size of, I've, of a I've football of that you're showing. These are gigantic snails. No, those are tiny. <laughs> no, I've seen a tiny snail that's like. A I mean, oh yeah, I've seen microscopic snails. These are like it. two inch long snails. Mm, they're pretty gross. So. uh yeah, Hurricane Irma didn't destroy the snail population <laughs> here. There's plenty of them. Um, it did destroy Cheers. the. It did destroy most of the. Well, not most of the keys. Some of the. I don't know all the islands, but some of the islands were like ninety percent of the structures are wiped out. Well, yeah. Um, People were just allowed back in today. Wait, I, is that the keys that ninety percent of the structures it, were wiped no, out? No, that some was of, some of the Bahamas was like that. No, right? some of some of the islands, not the main key, but some of the smaller ones. The it passed right over, destroyed uh-huh. like eighty percent of like the houses. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. I have a. All. I work with someone whose whose family lives there and. They're just going back in today. They just started allowing people, so they have no idea if their house is there. So that's huh. interesting. That's fun. that's fun. Yeah. Although, more importantly, um, you know, aside from human lives, there's a lot of threatened wildlife mm. that live only in like the keys. Like you've got the key deer, and you've got some some cool little like uh, rabbits that live there. Yeah. But screw that. Let's talk about the birds. <laughs> There's some really cool birds that live in the Keys. Um, some, you know, they come up in in Orlando sometimes. But we've got like swallowtail kites that live there, and there's snail there's snail kites that live there, and the magnificent frigate bird, which I've never seen. And the reason I bring this up, guys, is because they had some tracking devices on some of the birds, so they could see what they were doing before and after the hurricane to see if they just got straight up murdered before the hurricane even came, like two days before. The magnificent frigate birds all went over the Gulf of Mexico. Is this adjective your adjective or the name of the bird? Oh, that is the name of the bird. <laughs> oh, it's magnificent Sorry, the magnificent frigate? frigate bird. You could say, honestly, the magnificent, magnificent frigate bird, and that would probably be grammatically correct. But they flew around the Gulf Coast in a circle, and when Irma passed, they just came right back. So they knew two days like in advance. The other, Some of the other birds just hunkered down. As the as the story I read is, that they bat- the word of the day. They battened down the hatches, wah, and wah. when the hurricane went directly over them, they saw movement afterwards, and they were like, "Oh, they're totally fine. They they're moving around." But then I was just thinking, what if they just died, and like rats are just eating their bodies and just moving the little the little chips that are implanted? You don't know. <laughs> but the key deer they're still looking for. I think one appeared today. Oh, so poor key would, deer! Yeah. If you're not familiar with the key deer, they're basically the size of baby pigs, but they're cute little deers. And I mean, I don't believe deer exist. I'm just putting that out I've there. I've seen a key deer. I saw a key deer in the wild. They're adorable and uh, precious. They're precious little animals. Yeah. But birds are apparently better than other other species and animals. That so if you had a hurricane bunker, could you hunker in the bunker? You could is hunker a, in the bunker. Is that a thing? No. Certainly could be, yeah. Okay. That's what you do in a bunker. That's the only thing you do in a bunker is hunker. Is that's, really? Yeah. yeah, that's true. You couldn't hang in a bunker? No. That wouldn't be well, you wouldn't be hanging. Why would well, you be hanging oh, in a bunker? I bet you, you could know, chill in you, a bunker. You can you can hang, you can chill, but that's temporary. Hun- uh, hunkering is a long term activity. Uh-huh. Hunker is the main thing within that context. You can chill while like, you're if hunkering. You, if you plan on leaving, like visiting and leaving, like hey man, I live in a bunker. You want to come chill? You can come chill, but if you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you stay you're there long term. You're gonna take that latch. You're gonna pull it down, and you're gonna wind that tube up, and it's gonna creak, and then you're gonna climb down the stairs into the bunker where you will hunker. So the sequel would it, would it have to be like a blast from the past type of situation where you're in there just for an absurd amount of time? Is that still hunkering is that or is that too Brendan long? Fraser film? Yeah. Huh. Uh yeah, they hunkered. That's a hunkering. In Vault 101 did they hunker? It's a multiple decade hunkering. In Fallout they hunkered in well, hunkers. Yeah, it's a hardcore hunker. Hmm. Can we stop saying the word hunker? Hunker, I hardly know. <laughs> I'm going to go on a hunker strike. I'm just trying to get everybody else Jesus as irritated Christ. with it as I am. <laughs> did you see the new movie coming out, The Hunker Games? <laughs> Tony Baldini, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would watch the Hunker Games. <laughs> Who can hunker the longest? And they just keep throwing shit at them. Just disasters and just have Well, obviously, hunker. Brendan Fraser is the winner. <laughs> Sounds like a boring movie. So, um, Brandon was really irate about an extension cord coming out of the studio. I mean, I wasn't irate. I was more like, why is there an extension cord? You were making demands. You, you got were, outlets you, you threw in something here. at me. I, you, I, I, I thought your I, house was I permanently felt, damaged. I felt threatened. Um, <laughs> well, the thing is that after the power came back, after several days, then um, my fridge started shocking me. Oh. Wait, this cord isn't plugged into your refrigerator. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> I was like, we're plugging it into the studio. No, no. When, when I, the, in, in the studio is also the internet for the entire house. But coincidentally, the breaker that controls the refrigerator does not control the rest of the kitchen. It just controls the refrigerator, the hallway 
next to the kitchen, the bathroom, and this room we're in right now. So in order to turn the power on in the studio, I had to... Um, That's a lot of stuff on one brinker. Uh, hey, man, this house is old and weird. And um, so here we are. And in fact, uh, so, well, yeah. Is here the fridge are. still electrocuting you? I haven't tested it since I turned the breaker on <laughs> tonight so we could do this recording. That so, was nerdy show to tonight us. coming to you live from a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah. That was happening to us. And when we had um, we had someone repair it, they're like, oh, this is bad. You could just die from this. We kind of fix this immediately. He might have been being a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Over dramatic? Yeah. A little bit. Not lying. I mean, it could, but it's probably Exaggerating. not. Exaggerating. Yeah. Well, not. Uh, there's another word well, for when you're over just dramatically over, exaggerating. He's being a little dramatic. He said it was going to be a little dangerous. So while he was working on it, he said, "Okay, we'll just hunker down in the other room." <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, no one. So just me. I'll stop. Ha- have you called your landlord yet? Yes. And he told me to wear rubber gloves. <laughs> he was are joking. You, no. so are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Wait, but did he actually say that? He actually did say that. Yes. <laughs> um, All I have is condoms. Put it, them over your that, hand. That whole situation is needlessly complicated. I'm not going to describe it. It's a waste of everybody's time. Okay. Um, suffice to say, it's not getting solved as soon as I would like. Um, good thing I have a lot of soylent. And yeah. wear a lot of well, shoes when you don't I mean, touch the floor. I mean, we kept ours on. You can keep it on. It's a grounding issue. It's either in the outlet or it's in the appliance itself it's just weird you know, that it speak, just happened speaking of soylent that was like most of my disaster plan was <laughs> i've got soylent. a bunch of soylent ready to go Ugh. oh ditto is <laughs> yeah. it good not refrigerated uh not, not particularly <laughs> no. no but you don't need to refrigerate it though no you don't need it just tastes kind of yeah it's just it's just better when it's colder it's and crisper chilled. it's a sort of a texture change as well but yeah um but do you think these snails would be good if they were cold because right now the room temperature no snails. i think they would be much worse if they were cold i think they would be much worse mm, yeah i don't want to freeze them Anyway, eat them. wear socks is the, my, because okay. we, well, no, because we made, this was happening to us, and the only time you really made a connection was if you had your bare feet on the tile floor. And you'd go, why is my hand burning? And then you're touching <laughs> the refrigerator, because that made a circuit. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely what's happening. If you didn't have bare feet. Wear your feet, rubber socks, your rubber Then boots. it was okay. The worst that's probably going to happen is that your refrigerator melts down, and if you're not using it anyway, then or if you need to power something else, what you can do is have somebody grab a plug for something, and then just form a human chain, and then have the well, last person see, grab it's pro- the refrigerator. It's probably I mean, not that you bad. Could just use it just tongs. melted our freezer. Well, here's eventually, my, my number one concern: it. is it I have cats, and cats are walking static electricity machines. I don't want anything to happen to them. Yeah, so that's my number never, one concern. I never thought of that. I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, you might just come home and one just bursts into flames. <laughs> it, I think it would take quite a bit for the electricity yeah. to arc, but I, maybe if they well, rub together. Well, they would rub up. feel yeah. like that's going to happen, but... Can we I'm, get him cool little like, rubber rubber outfits, like little raincoats? If you know, if you know any cat bondage pa- parlors, I'm sure we can get something worked <laughs> I'm out. I'm just gonna get him raincoats for you cats. Know, make those Cute stupid coats suits. for dogs. Yeah. I'm sure they make them for cats. Thunder thunder coats. What Whatever are they called? The hell thunder those shirts? things are for? I don't know. Uh, to, to hug your dog into submission. Yeah, I don't no, they, know they, what... they do have they do have thunder vests for cats. Yeah, <laughs> thunder vests. Anyhow, the thunder cats were thunder vests. Uh, well, it certainly looked like some of them did. Oh, okay. Costume design, not too inspired. Do lightning dogs wear lightning vests? No. Oh. <laughs> they wear cool outfits, TM. <laughs> not sure you can trademark that. I, I just if you put a Z me. on the end, cool outfits. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, hey, the last episode we did where we were talking about random nerdy stuff was uh, called The Immortal Ironfish. And <laughs> what you might not have known listening to that episode was then when I did the episode art for that and I drew the immortal iron fish, now you can get it on a t-shirt. And it's cool looking. It's, it's cool. Very cool. I actually and been meaning to buy one. I just, I needed to save my money for a bit because I didn't know when I was going to get power again, but I can buy one now. No one's bought one yet. What? I'm going to be the first one tonight to buy one. Be cool and buy an iron fish. <laughs> End plug. Uh, now, there's been actually a lot of great media that's come out during this crazy hurricane week. If you're living somewhere other than Florida, chances are you got to enjoy it. Well, uh, those of us, we, we got back power and were never lost power in Boar's case. Yep, never lost power. I'm the <laughs> only person that I know that didn't lose power, interestingly enough. I Every, just, everybody else I know like lost it at least for a day, it seems like. I had this one weird moment right when I lost power, like about an hour later, where everything just blinked on for a split second. It was like, and it was, you know, room, I was in a room where it had gone dark and I just, you know, resigned that I was going to be dwelling in darkness. And then, boop, like mysterious flash, like a split second. It was super strange. For some reason, uh, actually today, 
My power blinked more times than during the hurricane. <laughs> Weird. We we got ours back within twenty four hours or about twenty four hours because we're right on like downtown's grid. So yeah, I think we're got, on the same grid as City Hall. They so. got that back up really as fast as possible. And a hospital. Well, I, I've actually I've heard that uh, due to large corporations like Duke Energy and. Uh, this is going to get real technical real quick, but let me try to do this quickly. So uh, FEMA planned for a Category 4 hurricane and the destruction that went with that. They want to budget out certain kinds of... Um, well, they had a budget, right? And they want to make sure that this this budget is met. So there's been this thing going on. I'm not really the person who has all the information to aptly describe this. But essentially, for people who don't have power yet, there's actually... It's kind of a, a conspiratorial sort of scam thing. The power will be back, but it'll be back on the last day on the 23rd of September, like when, like all power, when that money has like ended it's, that planned period. It's really ended. stupid because everyone I know who still doesn't have power, and I'm sure there's exceptions, but most of them have Duke Energy, whereas everyone yeah. else who has OUC, oh, it's been so like they're, up. So they're paying these people hourly instead of by the job. And yeah. Well, cause, because there are people who are local, local power people being paid to stay at home and not do work. Yeah, I used they, to work for the government, so I yeah. know that sometimes if the, once they contract people, the contractors will be contracted to do things over a certain period of time, and they get paid for the time, not the job. So it's in their best interest to draw that out as long as possible. That's exactly what's happening. Even if they're not really doing anything. Are you saying FEMA is a scam? No, uh, or no, the no, 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 no. It's that, the contracting. That, Whoever they're contracting. Well, OUC's un- been doing great. Unfortunately, it sounds Duke like they contracted the them by the like hour and Duke how long the job takes sucking. instead of per the job. There's whole neighborhoods of like lower income families, and I know people that I know. I at least I know one person who lives there who says nobody has power, and there's not even anyone there checking on it. Yeah. No, it's, like it's the really, government really needs Duke. to get uh, new ways to contract because they they do it completely backwards right now. Yeah, this is really fucked up. There's some. I mean, like we're all we're all fine. We're lucky to be living in parts of town where this apparently isn't an issue, but there are other parts of town where this is very much an issue. People are actually struggling. People are actually baking in their houses, and not because they have an oven that works. Yeah, and the thing that, <laughs> the thing that makes no sense is when it when it hit Orlando, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was just a Category 1. And I say just, but we've been hit by several Category 3s before, and I don't remember power being out for some of these people as long as it's been. It's ridiculous. And Well, I mean, we got, I hit, we got hit by the bad side of the storm, too, and I think it you might have been... the dirty side. I, I think it might it. have also been closer to a 2. Has it? It well, was well, it was between still, 1 and 2. When it, we were, yeah, we yeah, were hit yeah. by almost three Category 3s once in a year, and it, I still only remember power... I down thought power was out for weeks. weeks. No, maybe two weeks in the hardest hit parts. But it already looks like it's going to take that long for what we got. But we got the eye and like the dirty part of the, the storm. Yeah, too. The, the upper, if you're not familiar with the shape of a hurricane, how that works, the upper right-hand corner is where all the most severe winds are. And we got all that. Well, at least yeah, this hard, it depends on the rotation. section of that. Mm. And, and some areas nearby got the eye. So that, that's not good either. Yeah. At least Tampa wasn't. Well, I haven't checked on them since, but they're not underwater, so that's great. <laughs> well, because originally it was going to just make landfalls, Tam- like a yeah, floor at Tampa, Tampa. Tampa for a while looked like it was going to get obliterated, but then they ended up getting and the, the quote-unquote good side of it. As they headed closer towards Orlando, they're like, yay, and we're like, oh, shit. Yeah, we're like, we're all going to die. Let me let me ask, Um, so did it, and I hate to get personal, but did it affect you still closing on your house? Because it affected us. Yes. Because we have to get another inspection because it's declared... Uh, Florida is like a, a disaster. Yeah, they, area. they, they the declared, county itself is yeah, a disaster. They declared the county's so. disaster area, so I had to get a reinspect. And also, insurance companies shut down the week before uh, the hurricane, yeah. so I couldn't get insurance locked in, and now I have to wait for them to stop being so busy to get back to me to give me an See, insurance quote. I so was working with, an in, with my insurance broker the whole time up until then. Uh, you were working with the wrong people, bruh. I was, yes. <laughs> but anyway... Let's move on to stuff. Other yeah, stuff. you were mentioning media that came out that we didn't see. Yeah, let's start with the Orville. The Orville is Seth MacFarlane's Star Trek slash Galaxy Quest ripoff, but it's awesome. And yeah, people may remember that when we originally talked about this, I predicted a long time ago that it was very likely that the Orville would be better than Discovery. And that's Discovery's that, the new Star Trek show that isn't out yet. Yes, soon. And I, I feel like my prediction is coming to fruition as long as discovery sucks. That is, I, I, I hope that it doesn't, but I'm not too well. Here's the thing. Optimistic Dis- discovery at this point. could be awesome, but it would be more likely that it would If it doesn't outright suck, it would be awesome, but still not star Trek in spite yes. of saying star Trek. Yeah. Can't you only watch it on a special streaming service anyway? So no one's going to watch it anyway. Like, yeah, you can watch the premiere on TV, but everything else is going to, so be no one's going to see it. Okay. Um, Wait. Yeah. Who? Uh, it's a like C- CBS, CBS streaming, uh, streaming platform only. exclusive. It's another thing you have to pay for. 
Like so you have own. to pay for the CBS streaming? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think it's like, if I recall correctly, it's like $5 a month or something. What for else this do you need to see on CBS? CBS? All right. I'm never watching it. I love Star, Star Trek, but I'm not paying another company another monthly freaking fee to see one freaking show. Yeah, we already have like yeah. three different things. Nope. But, yeah. um, I uh, canceled my Showtime subscription now that Twin Peaks is over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't need it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't keep HBO yeah. now all, all year round. No. I mean, Only Game when Game of Thrones and Westworld yeah. is on. <laughs> but um as someone who just i mean right before the recording we watched i think what the first 30 minutes of the yeah you, you watched the first like half hour and i liked yeah. it i was expecting it to be crap because i don't know why but seth mcfarlane's the main character and it's like well it's just gonna be all i i was i was struggling to to take it really seriously but well yeah here's the thing is that most people if they have any sort of negative feelings towards seth mm-hmm. mcfarlane or family guy or anything like that they're expecting it to be this slapsticky just ridiculous humor constantly type of show. There are but one or two slight moments, but nothing like the stuff he's done before. Right, right. Yeah. Basically, uh, the way I would put describe the Orville, Orville to somebody is that it's it's like a show about Star Trek, about Starfleet, only with a different name, obviously. They're allowed to be a little bit more mature. But yeah, instead of everybody having a giant stick up their ass, uh, the stick is removed and they're acting like normal people. Which instead is, of which like there's some extremely strict like... Uh, <laughs> like everyone is an ambassador for the future. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, well, that's Well, actually, they're like Marines in space that are just trying to be super formal all the time on any Star Trek show for my the only, most part. Well, my, my only criticism from what I just watched, and it was only a small amount from the first episode... Is that there were no characters that really stood out like a Picard or a Riker or a Cisco? Nothing, nothing that jumped out at me. At I don't really care way. about anybody yet. Yeah, but well, we only watched I mean, the first yeah, two watched... thirds of the first episode. The first so. episode, when you see Picard, you're like, this, this guy. Yeah. I like him. I'd I don't have jumped care. his bones. The second I, I don't saw. know mm-hmm. about that because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Star Trek: Next Generation, God. like every Star Trek series, kind of sucks in the first whole season. But the season. captain's so good, though. I mean, you're talking about Patrick Stewart. He was a great... Yeah. He's a great actor. Like, always. Mm. Well, um, the... Jonathan Frakes, too. The XO is um, uh, Mockingbird from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So yeah, I haven't I really watched lot. past season once. <laughs> I was really attached with her. They uh, they took her away so she could star in her own series, which did not get greenlit. Mm. And, uh, and and the Admiral is, is uh, half of Firestorm from uh, Legends of Tomorrow and uh, Flash. Brandon wanted Norm Macdonald in it, and surprise, surprise, Norm Macdonald was in it. I mean, I, I think I saw his name in the credits. That's <laughs> okay. why. But, but yeah, it's, I, I hope that character is recurring. Say, is, that, is that character recurring? I hope so. I, just I guess one, we only have episodes. one episode. Oh, we do. Oh, I, I thought, thought, I, thought, like, I, thought I saw there were two on the list. Well, by the time this airs, there will be a second one. So Because Norm Macdonald is this giant, gooey, yellow sludge monster, and I really hope he's just a main character later. I doubt it, but. I want him to be the XO. There's some that would have been great if it I mean, the sludge character. Number one, yeah. There's some good uh, species diversity, like it, and interesting species at that. The budget is through the roof. Um, the first episode was directed by John Favreau, the director of the first two Iron Man films. Oh, cool! I um, didn't know that. And all the successive directors after this episode are all people who have done Star Trek, like <laughs> Next Generation, Voyager, DS9, and. Jonathan Frakes himself directs an oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Well, it's weird That's because awesome. I, I think did he, get that vibe. I think he directs some from Discovery, too, if I remember oh. correctly. Oh, maybe. He's prob- I, I mean, know he's involved with it somehow. They're all probably like, oh, someone's directing a Star Trek thing, even Star Trek knockoff thing? Yeah. Hire me. And they're like, yeah, sure. It did follow the Star Trek format, which I enjoyed, which is like it kind of starts off slow and there's a lot of science involved and it's like nothing really... There's not like a ton of action and fighting and maybe there's some scenes later that's some some action. But There's more action later. You didn't stick around for that. Yeah. But but it's not over the top like how the new Star Trek shit is. There's not going to be people backflipping with yeah, swords. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's pretty lighthearted. And, mm-hmm. and and it is really... I mean, if you love Galaxy Quest, this is 100% Galaxy Quest. It is. I, I know a lot Tim of people Allen. that I've talked to said that they had really low expectations for it and then they were surprised, but I had really high expectations for it and I think it surpassed my expectations even. So. I don't know if I would... Even if I end up liking it, I don't know if I would consider it a replacement for Star Trek, though, because I feel like... We have to be... finish the first episode and maybe watch the next. I just mean it's a comedy, whereas Star Trek isn't a comedy, so they're still going to be separated to me by... And, and maybe you wouldn't classify the Orville as... I guess it's not strictly a comedy, but it's still way more light years more comedic than yeah. any Star Trek would ever be. Well, 
I, there I are episodes, funny moments. There are some there pretty are. funny episodes that's, of Star Trek, but that's the, true. But overall, but they always it's have a dramatic that stick series. right up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just as long as there's a Q type character, that's all I care about. I hope it's the actual. I same think the actor. closest thing we had in Star Trek to I a character a that wasn't completely stuck up that was on the main crew was like Tom Paris in Voyager. I think like he's the closest oh, thing. I hate Tom Paris. Yeah. Because he's stuck in like the 1940s and 50s and it's just like, get out of here. Yeah, but his personality wasn't like super militaristic. Like he actually like... Because he talked like someone from like the 90s or the or 2000s right, when it was filmed. Right, right. Hey. Yeah. Tuvok, has anybody ever told you you're a real freakosaurus? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you remember. How do you remember that? Because it was... I just watched... It was such... Like, <laughs> it was such a criminally bad appropriation of quote unquote 90s slang even at the time when it came that out. That was uh, when Sarah Silverman was in the episode, right? I remember it's a two-parter. I, I watched that and I told long it's a two-parter. Where they Sarah go to the Silverman's 90s. Yeah, they, they travel to the 90s. Sarah Silverman's in it. It's a super great episode. I really like that one. Well, I think sure. that the funny thing is they make fun of Tom Paris because he's using terms in the 90s and no one in the 90s is using those terms. Which is why it was funny. Yeah, because he's like obsessed with like the fifties. Yeah, he's like everyone was saying this stuff. Just like, what? <laughs> That's where they visited um, California before it got eaten by a fault line, I believe. Was that the- <laughs> something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Sarah Silverman discovered like warp core engines in space before anyone else did, or something. What? In the in the episode, she detected their ship. Like, oh the yeah, first yeah, yeah, human yeah, to detect yeah. like warp engines. Even she she was manning a radio telescope or something like that and. <laughs> and detected voyager it really that, caught me off guard to see sarah silverman in the star it's believable so. <laughs> it was great though but anyway. well there was one with Lori petty too was there yeah you were watching it i, I like wish a week I ago who, I and wish, i was like is that Lori? i wish petty? i knew who Lori petty Lori was petty. <laughs> tank girl oh what is yeah, tank girl that. what i'm gonna seen, come over there and beat you, don't you know anything about death with your can of Dr. what about Pepper? the comics the sh- nothing uh, the comic the movie nothing Oh. oh, Tank Girl is... <laughs> All right, it's going to become a Tank Girl episode. <laughs> T- Tank Girl is a extremely pulpy, extremely ridiculous post-apocalyptic comic book that became a 90s cult classic film uh, about a desert world where there's like no water and she hangs out with kangaroo people. It's dope. It is. That, that sums sounds, it up. It had a really awesome soundtrack. Sounds great. There's a bunch of sci-fi in there. You'll like it. Sci-fi. Yeah, there you go. I like sci-fi. Yeah, like no, the Orville. Like sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I brought it back around to the Orville. The Orville's really that? good. You, oh, you, there's you, a tank, and there's a girl, by the way. Just, <laughs> there is actually a tank at some point. You should totally check out the Orville. If you're on the fence, give it a shot. I, uh, I, I, Seth MacFarlane, like... I don't. I fucking hate Family Guy now. Like I mean, Seth MacFarlane hates Family Guy. Yeah, That's what I keep exactly. telling people. Seth MacFarlane is a is a genuinely awesome dude who is like all people multifaceted. So he I did, thought he still know, writes it. He does write it. He wrote this first episode. But he just is he just contractually obligated? No, no, no. That no, he, he still writes. Oh, Family, family, no, family Guy because he still does the voice of Brian and, and other characters. Sure. But, well, Matt and Trey still do the voices of all the characters on South Park, but they don't write the episode. Well, I guess if it still makes money. Mm. I mean, they write some of them, but, you know, they improvise, they work with them, but, you know, they, mm. that's just how it is, you know, you, you, you do something, and the good thing about, here's the good thing about Family Guy, if it wasn't for Family Guy, we wouldn't have gotten this, the Neil deGrasse Tyson season of Cosmos, that just wouldn't have happened, and if it wasn't for Family Guy, we wouldn't have the Orville. Family Guy, though it's atrocious and just bad at this point. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com With probably like a good joke every couple episodes, now that has given Seth MacFarlane so much power that he can pursue these passions that would have never gotten greenlit in a million years. Yeah. I like the Cleveland show. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Spin-off. I never watched it, but I do stand behind most of American Dad being actually quite good. Yeah, American Dad's pretty decent. It was in the first 
couple seasons, I it, think. It, I don't know. American Dad better. stayed better longer than Family Guy. Oh, well, yeah. There's only so much you can do with that show. I just, the only two things I remember from that show that I really liked was like the Vietnam episode and then the ongoing plot between Roger's golden poop that ha- happened every season in the background. <laughs> like that happened every like, every, like once a season. Oh, the golden poop thing. I don't know hilarious. if that ever concluded. I, w- I hope it's still going. I think it did conclude, but I will, the golden poop storyline and the, the Vietnam episode, I don't remember the name of it anymore, but that was, that was one of the greatest half hours of animated American television I've ever seen. <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it was pretty good. Yeah. We should definitely not keep talking about American yes. dad because yeah. I could <laughs> talk about it for quite a while. <laughs> so let's switch gears to it then. The other video thing we watched. Um, the other video, video thing. thing. So it. A book by Stephen King. Um, let me give you the, the a brief description of it because you're probably like, it's got the clown in it. Sure, it's got the clown in it. But what's most important is that the original novel takes place between two time periods, modern time period and what at the time was the, the 1950s, uh, with a group of characters, an ensemble cast of characters who dealt with something very terrible when they were young and then came back 27 years later to deal with it when they were adults. So it bridges these two time periods, and in the novel, bounces back and forth between the two of them. Yeah, they made a, a I think, a made-for-TV movie. It was in a, several parts. yeah, it was a television was a um, miniseries. miniseries, which was good. It was good, incredible. Tim Curry. I, I've never, honestly, I don't know of any television film that is quite as good as that. I mean, there's, there's Land Before prob- Time eleven, I think, was, <laughs> was, was almost it almost got there. <laughs> but Tim Curry, as I, I mean, maybe Pennywise. Roots counts, but I think maybe. Roots is a series. You yeah, know? Well, it's also a series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tim Tim Curry as Pennywise, uh, a legendary performance. It was part of the uh, Tim Curryathon that we did several years ago, <laughs> and uh, it it's it's amazing. If you haven't seen the 1990 it, check it out. This new one is a duology, as in there's going to be two films. Mm-hmm. It's this going to be the same thing where it's like the same the characters 27 years later. True, but in right. in the miniseries it did just what the book did and bounced between both of them in equal parts. There was more of them as kids in the first half and more of them as adults in the second half, mm-hmm. but it did bounce between the two of them. In this case, they've actually split those storylines 100% in half. And so in this first It film, you're just seeing what they went through as kids, which is an interesting exercise. There's nothing wrong with them doing doing that or doing it differently. And instead of being in the 50s, the kids are in the 80s because presumably when the adults show up, it's going to be in modern times. Um. So, what'd you guys think of the movie? I, I've seen it. Denik has seen it. Brandon's. Seen it. I okay. Much like Bor, I don't Bor. I don't know why you don't care about the movie, but I don't care about the movie because originally, because I don't I don't care about horror, and I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, of Stephen I don't. King. I don't like horror movies, and they just don't do anything. Well, that's for me. the thing. I don't I, get scared I by them. In, At best, yeah. they're funny to me. I went into the movie going like just going because it was something to do after the hurricane. Everyone else wanted to see it, and I was like, well, it looks kind of interesting. So we went and saw it and you know what? It really wasn't about, it wasn't that much of a horror movie. First off, it was hilarious. <laughs> and the, it's, it's about the children. Like it's about like them coming of age almost and their acting and their story itself is way better than anything else. The clown, by the way, is cool as hell. There are just some scenes that are just creepy as shit. They're not like going to be like, Oh, I'm terrified, but it's just really cool cinematically to look at. Um, but the children are what make the movie. And it's there's just some scenes in there that you will just burst out laughing. What if you don't really like watching children? Do you like Stranger <laughs> Things? Yeah. This is basically more Stranger Things. This is late oh. '80s Stranger Things. Okay. Yeah, and I. So, including some of the cast of Stranger Things. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, yeah. including. Oh. <laughs> the point is, I I went in thinking this is going to be a lame horror movie. Maybe it'll look cool, but I don't. I'm not going to be scared, and I don't give a shit about horror. But it wasn't a horror movie to me at all. It was oh, just okay. a great. It was a great movie. Yeah, I I would huh. say that. Even, it's not going to be like, even with most of Stephen yeah. King stuff, it's not horror like Saw. It's not like out to. It's not a Friday the Thirteenth. Not 13th. jump scare it's you. I mean, there's stuff that might be sort of like, but it's it's not. It's way more psychological, but not even in like a it's, David Lynch, Darnowski kind of way. Like, I don't, <laughs> it's more like witnessing what the kids, in between. <laughs> what the kids are going through more than you being. It's like scare. It's you watching the kids being psychologically traumatized instead of you trying to be. Yeah, no, and it's fun that way. It's, it's fun. A, <laughs> <laughs> if you say like this is a paranormal film like say like I've never seen it but let's say the Mothman prophecies for example because you know that's probably a paranormal film and not necessarily a horror film it's more mm-hmm. like that yeah it's more okay. like a paranormal film it's just a well done film the thing is that what Brent said the kids yes the kids and their story arc that is the 
shining point of this movie. Everybody I've talked about it. That's it. The horror in the film is actually like I hate it. It's it's very <laughs> poorly done. I think it's it's way too typical. I don't think it's poorly done, but it's well, a little it's, typical. It's one hundred percent typical of modern horror. And you and I and I so I watched the movie. I enjoyed the film. And then, then I was thinking about it more and it kept bugging me. I was like, well, you know, the kids were the best part, but I didn't feel like any of them, like they never bonded enough or some of them didn't get nearly enough screen time. I didn't feel like I, I understood enough of their relationship with each other. Where were their parents? What were their, what were their actual conflicts? And why did everything resolve so neatly in terms of like the, the kids' personal story arcs? And I, this bugged me enough for a number of days. So yesterday I rewatched the original. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do that. Made me like the new film considerably less. Really? Yeah, because I do still like the first part of the original. Well, I think better. Don't they? T- no, didn't they talk about in the original movie, like when they're adults, how they were traumatized and went to therapy and stuff? Like they'll get to that maybe in the second part. Well, what's what's weird is that like the, yeah, the the adults being damaged as a result of what they went through is an important part of it. And this is not. I don't feel this is this is spoilers. The kids they have arcs. They have complete arcs in this film. So and the, and because mm-hmm. they're they're you know releasing these in a completely different sequence than how they were originally written how are they going to be damaged by the time they're adults they they did their they know there were some there were there were a few things in the film that were left unsolved when i came out of there going oh they never explained this part and these two characters never resolved this and why did this character do that and that is something that i saw that they're going to have in the next movie yeah Yeah. i don't uh... like there were some things i knew they purposely didn't explain because that's going to definitely happen in part two it might be because i i know the story i've read the book i've seen the original film probably multiple times not recently but we watched it as a kid because in in my house like stephen king was a family affair Mm. so like when the stand was on tv like so my mom would like watch tv in her room by herself most of the time but if you know when the stand came on tv we all were in the living room together watching that my mom's bookshelf was full of Stephen King books. Like that's the Langoliers how, and going, what's happening? When the Langoliers was on TV, <laughs> we were watching that. When it came on, we were watching that together. Like it's <laughs> There's a lot more sci-fi in in Stephen King books and oh, films Stephen, than I realized. Stephen it's King more than, is obsessed with aliens. It's in not the monsters, end, it's all technological and monsters and like monsters from other dimensions and travel. Like It's it's always aliens. Yeah, it's like internet dimensional Which, beings. Every time. Weirdly, it does seem like <laughs> is not the case like they've changed the story of it in this film uh, there were I a few scenes where i think saw we it. just no. haven't gotten there yet. I, I hope so i hope that's the case there were two i don't scenes. know because that's the part to me that was kind of like even in the book out of fucking nowhere there were two mm. scenes distinctly in the movie that i remember that i will not spoil that made me realize that it is the thing from the original movie and that they are going there there were two very very clear scenes in that yeah there were in the end i, just, I just don't want to say them to ruin mm. it in the end fight scene there were some things. And even leading up to that, there was one scene where there's you There's a fight scene at the end? Spoiler alert. <laughs> More of a confrontation, let's say. A con- the, the typical sure. th- a third act, co- in the third act confrontation. <laughs> if you know be- movies, you know. This <laughs> used to be a beaver trapping town. Some say still is, am I right, guys? Oh. <laughs> there's a lot of that in the That's movie. That's a spoiler. There's a lot of your mom. Anyway. A lot of your mom. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I do wish that characters got more time to develop, and maybe they will in the second film. And the second, the second film, they were I, still. Great, I assumed though. that they were going to be filming it in tandem because they knew they were going to do two films. In fact, they haven't because it would save more money if they did. They, uh, they yeah, haven't. They, I thought they were going to do it all at once, they're, and split it, but they didn't. They're going to include stuff from, with the kid characters in the second film, but presumably they haven't okay. filmed it yet. There's some deleted scenes that they're going to use. 2019 is supposedly when it comes out. This is exclusively <laughs> because I went back and I watched the original. It was done in such a way where it all made more sense. Then they will have to do needless exposition. Here's the thing: I guess they, I have to watch it again because I, I don't remember there being a lot of back and forth. I kind of remember it as two different parts. I haven't seen the, it in twenty years. The, the original <laughs> it, the original it is three hours and twelve minutes. The new it is two hours and fifteen minutes. Are you and talking about the entire the original, entire original so all the parts? Yeah, all of it. So the, this is going to be longer. The new one. The new one is going to be longer. Yeah. However, in the duration of the two hours and fifteen minutes they accomplished less <laughs> than they did in the first hour and a half of the television series. Mm-hmm. And I would argue the characters were better developed and the bond between the Losers Club was tighter. I didn't... Yeah. Like, the bond between them... They're Because they're, like, they're essentially a coven. They're a coven of friends. They have a magical <laughs> bond. Coven. Is that like a coven? <laughs> I think that's like a coven. Coven does, it just sounds stupid, so it's coven. 
You, you, this is your fault. This is your fault, Brandon. Did it really mess you up? So yes. Now you say Coven. Yes. Oh my god. It's I'm so sorry. It's co- it, uh, you're, you're, you're fucked. You you're gonna fucker. look like a fool in front of someone important someday. Oh, you fucker! In front of that Wiccan. You're gonna be talking coven. to Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're gonna say a Coven. He's gonna be like a what? <laughs> I've coven. never heard Jesus of a Coven. Christ. Why would Neil deGrasse Tyson correct somebody about witches? Why wouldn't he? Is bore. Also, why are you talking to Neil deGrasse Tyson about witches? I'm just saying. Things could happen. Okay. Oh, that's something else we saw. Yeah, witches. We saw witches. No, for real. not that. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, they're 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 a a a tight magical bond of people whose bond between each other a is, coven. is <laughs> some would say <laughs> it rhymes with oven. <laughs> yes, a coven. <laughs> oh fuck me! In the end scene. Did... <laughs> I remember them all hunkering down at some point this, later in the movie. <laughs> yes. It's definitely a scene where they hunkered down. They, they, oh boy. So I would hunkering. agree. In the first movie, they were, there was a much tighter bond between the kids. It's so important. You can tell if they in love the each original. other. And in this film, some of them don't even have enough time to spend together. You're like, wow, you guys are tight already? How'd that happen? But, okay, so just bottom line, ending this whole discussion, did you just like the movie? I did like the movie. But like I said, like having watched the original, I like it far less if you have to choose between the two of them. Um, I thought Tim Curry's it like Pennywise was too too clowny funny. The new one was I thought more like the Stephen King's really version so, so where he's he, like more demonic. Here's I my opinion about Tim Curry's Pennywise. Talk I about Prince Alberts. Am more frightened. <laughs> what the original? Yeah. I am more frightened of Tim Curry's Pennywise than I am of Bill Skarsgård. No, you're frightened of Tim Curry. There's a I difference. I love Tim Curry in no. a frightening way. He makes you feel a certain way. As you shiver with anticipation. <laughs> I'm more frightened of, of Tim Curry's Pennywise, but I feel like Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise makes more sense as a being that could entice children into a sewer. <laughs> he was freaky, but in a more cute way than Tim Curry. I, that's his Pennywise. face. I don't got a cute face. They did not give Skarsgård enough opportunity to actually work. No, I didn't even know it was him until after we got out of the movie and looked it up, even though I've seen him in other stuff. Well, he, the thing is, is that, so Tim Curry, he, the, the role of Pennywise is to constantly fuck with these people, to constantly put them in a state of fear. Right. Because that's what he does. It, creating a, fear. A, a, anxiety, a perpetual state of anxiety, tormenting them. Tormenting is the key word. He torments these people. Right. As adults, as children, I don't feel that, they gave Skarsgård enough screen time beyond being a freaky Silent Hill monster on occasion mm. to aptly torment these kids. It's just an occasional spooking. Hey, I'm going to spook you. I don't know. He was in like every scene. He was, I thought there was way more clown than there needed to be. Like every time there was a scene, he's in it. Let's give a shout out to the awesome people who make us possible, all the shows in the Nerdy Show Network and this specific show. You can join us on Patreon and subscribe to get all kinds of stuff, including early releases at any level. Even if you're giving us a dollar, as soon as something's available, you can get a hold of it. And there's tons and tons and tons of other perks. Also at a dollar, we actually have a perk archive of, I forget the exact number of hours, but hours of deleted scenes and content, and then uh, $5 or more, all kinds of new stuff. Shout out. 50% of everything I say is a deleted scene (laughs) for some reason. Shout out to our brand new patron, Jamie McKenzie. Thank you so much. Jamie sent a really nice message to me after the hurricane offering up additional help. A kind and wonderful soul. And thank you to everybody who wrote in because there were lots of people sending us love and you're amazing. And thank you so much. But that is not all. At $10 or more, you can request that we give you a shout out once a month here on Nerdy Show. And Jeffrey McSorley has created a reoccurring shout-out. You know it. You love it. If you've been listening to the show, you're ready for it. Is he going to go with voice number one or voice number two? Which one is voice number one? Towley. Have I I done this as Towley yet? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You You got old shirts, huh? You could probably cut them up and turn them into a towel. That'd be a good thing to do because... If you got old nerdy shirts with holes in them and are too stretched out, you could probably just turn them into a towel. <laughs> but, man, if, if you did that, then I got this suggestion. Why don't you just turn those into towels and then buy a bunch of nerdy show t-shirts off of the nerdy show store? Yeah, yeah, you, you heard me. So I don't, I don't really want to say it again. 
But uh, if you got Mario or, or what's a Game of Thrones, I don't, um, I just throw them away. <laughs> and then buy Nerdy Show Network t-shirts. Um, oh man, I'm so high right now. But if you bought these other shirts, you'd have extra rag tiles made out of your old ones. And, and then you could buy one of those iron fish shirts that... I don't know, Cap was talking about earlier. It sounds kind of cool. But, um, go ahead and eliminate all them old shirts and replace them with ones at nerdyshow.com slash store. Thank, thank you, Tally. Uh, um, when do I get paid? After the show. Uh, in snails. Oh, man. I'm sure you can smoke them. I'm certain you can smoke these snails. They may have already been smoked. I'm going to go outside and just walk on sunshine for a little while. (laughs) If you want to join me, you can. Uh, I've got some extra whippets for you. I got to finish up. Um, So, yeah, uh, to to summarize, go to nerdyshow.com slash store. We sell a lot of cool stuff, including but not limited to T-shirts, but also dice and comic books and so on. But that's not all. That's not the only way you can support us. You can also shop on Amazon. And sometimes when people do shop on Amazon, they write in and tell us what they did. Oh, that's why they says Amazon. I thought that was their name. Yeah, okay. that scared me. <clears throat> I thought I was supposed to say something about Amazon. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Hey there. This is Josh or Mopkins. And he says, I don't really use that screen name anymore. I just bought some books uh, for anthropology and English courses this semester via the Nerdy Show Amazon link. He's going for a double major, he says, guys, which is pop, impressive. Pop. Whoop. That Pur- is purchases aside, double the majors of normal. Purchases aside, I hope you're all staying safe with the hurricane about, and wanted to wish all of you well uh, during this current string of natural disasters. Good luck, nerds. Thank you, and let's hope that the next hurricane on its way does not hit us. That would be ideal. Yeah, I'm Quite. sick. But if of it does, you know we're gonna hunker down. <laughs> you can bet. Boar will be the first gonna, one to I'm hunker down, bunker and, down and bat I'm down. Build a bunker. The hatches. <laughs> and I'm gonna. Do you even I, have any hatches to batten down? I would make one. Do you have a bat? I, I've got one on the side. I've got a side hatch. Okay. Side hatch. Rad. Okay. But if you want to support us in a way that doesn't cost any money at all, you can rate and review us on iTunes or try something new. Try Podchaser, which we hope to be the iTunes killer, a place where you can not only rate and review series you love, but also specific episodes. It's a platform built for podcast discovery. It was in beta. It was a closed beta. It's in. It's wide open now. Use it to your heart's content, and also they have optimized their mobile situation, so they now have a full, solid mobile platform for Podchaser. So you should definitely rate and review us on there. We re- one, we want it to succeed because we think it is way better than iTunes for podcast discovery, and two, uh, because we assume it is going to succeed, then. Well, make us look better on there. Nerdy Show is currently number nineteen out of. All the numbers of, like, we have the 19 most ratings out of any series on Podchaser. Out of 20. <laughs> out I'm of kidding. It I'm keeps kidding. going, it keeps going, keeps going. This program. Now, we've been in the top 10. We've been in the top five. So keep the reviews coming, please. And we have a review right now. Uh, this is from listener Utorio. Uh, when speaking about nerdy show says the perfect show to catch up on nerdy events, find out about new interests and raise your spirits. It is easy to listen to in any mood, but impossible to finish in a bad mood. I started listening a few years ago, just jumped right in, never looked back. This is the podcast you are looking for. We actually, for, for raising spirits, we've got a dedicated nerdy show coven that, (laughs) that a magical coven. Yeah, well, it's like they, they're they're all mediums and they, they summon spirits and stuff like that. It's for raising spirits. Nerdy show. <laughs> the COVID. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Nerdyshow.coven. Should we form a coven before the next hurricane to hunker down in? <laughs> I'm not going to say that one more fucking time. We can just <laughs> done. I'm done. I don't, I don't even like saying it anymore. Hunker. Ugh. Oh, I thought you were done saying coven. <laughs> No, no that, that's, that's still in. That's a great We word. haven't killed that one Never. yet. You guys ever see that movie, The Coven? <laughs> so we've talked about tv we've talked about films i've got exciting news what do you have that's exciting news none of you are gonna give a shit but it's exciting for me a while ago i already don't give a shit i know i i see the look in your face boy and i appreciate it <laughs> a while ago i was talking about this this little game that you didn't like called elite dangerous 
Oh and, yeah, yeah. And how it took me like forty five minutes to an hour to land my ship in a starport. And and you it. played it on the, the the easier to play PlayStation, the PS4, right? Yeah, the streamlined, the better version, as it were. Yeah, not the complicated PC version where you've no. got twenty million buttons. No, I've got hotkeys for all those. <laughs> but here, guys, here's the exciting thing. The other day, I was playing for a few minutes, and I found a module that you can buy for your ship that automatically docks your ship and autopilot. And here's the best part. So I thought tra- half the fun with, no. with docking no. was the process. No, no, it isn't. No, no. <laughs> he's, he's, talking to, he's talking about a sex move. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, docking. Yeah, you, you contact the station, you don't touch a thing, and the best part about it is... Hands-free while, docking. Guys, why the... <laughs> well, that sounds difficult. Yeah. Yeah. While the autopilot engages, it just plays classical music, uh-huh. and you just you just sit back for a few minutes and just wait the entire time your ship parks during do, like with classical music playing, and it's the most so you have to exciting. Just put, put your hands behind your yeah. head and then <laughs> just try to try to dock handless docking. <laughs> I thought that game was all about docking. <laughs> I can't take this seriously anymore. <laughs> Your, star, it, it your was, starship. It was the most interesting <laughs> oh, and exciting thing that happened to me in the I don't want to play a game that's all about docking. <laughs> right, can there at least be some, some fraud or some meat stuffing as well? <laughs> but seriously, sexual jokes aside, I thought the point, <laughs> that game was just about... It's not a park, docking simulator. parking your starship. It just has... Docking <laughs> simulator? <laughs> Is it a docking simulator? I, it's a Richard Dawkins simulator. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway. I was talking about Don Dawkins. It was exciting. Okay, because it's potentially saving me hundreds of hours in that game if I ever play. I'm just saying it's exciting for me. So you found a cheat. It's a mo- it's a part of a ship you can buy. I just I'd found probably one. play oh, a okay. Richard Dawkins simulator. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you just do a bunch of biology stuff, and then you debate people. Find a religion and curse at it. That's all. <laughs> do yeah. that half the time. All right. Well, that was my exciting news for me only. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm done. What about? Uh, we got some bad news uh, since the last show that Dark Matter was canceled. That was really, wah, wah. really upsetting for no reason it was canceled. Yeah, thanks, Sci-Fi. Looking, up, lo- looking out for us Sci-Fi fans and thanks, producing... <laughs> was it their fault? Because you said they don't own the rights to it. Maybe It's they, totally their fault. They couldn't renew they didn't, it. They didn't reorder it. No, it's the, the same reason that they changed their fucking name to Sifi. Yeah, you because they couldn't like fucking... So the Trademark story it. the story is is that it isn't a sci-fi original show. It is one of their most popular shows and it uh is it's way more popular than the their own original Wait, uh, is it not Killjoys. the most popular show? Yeah, I did I, I think it is their current running most popular show. Okay. Um but they they decided to can it because it's not their property so they can't have merchandising rights and probably can't get a ton of money off DVD sales or stuff like that. So instead of spending money on that show, they diverted all their resources to other stuff like Killjoys, which Killjoys is a good show, but it's not quite as good as Dark Matter. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, there is a gigantic fan campaign, though, to have it resurrected. There's a petition. Uh, there's several petitions, and there's also a Twitter campaign that's been going on. Uh, whenever Dark Matter is supposed to be airing on Fridays, they have like massive tweet storms during that time. <laughs> Where's my Dark Matter? Yeah, basically, uh, with like a secret hashtag and everybody tagging Netflix. So basically, wait, tag, is it a tag secret ne- hashtag? Well, they it's a secret hashtag because you have to go to Dark Matter FTLs. Oh. Uh, you have to follow them on Twitter and then they reveal uh, the hashtag to use for that day. You're going to have to show us how to, how to do this. There'll uh, be a link the, to it. The Twitter handle is I don't really use Dark Twitter Matter much, FTL. Though. Okay. And you just follow that account. Okay. And then on Friday, they they release like, hey, you know, just tweet this hashtag along at, at Netflix and, you know, say something clever that you want like season four and five to happen. And um, apparently this has been actually making waves and uh, the creator of the show, uh, Joe Malozzi, uh said that it's they've actually been in talks with some pretty interested parties. So is it Netflix? Because they can definitely pick up this show. If he they wouldn't wanted. say, but I don't think he can right now, like legally. Probably not. Um, but they have been saying that this is actually having an impact and hopefully will go somewhere. Because I really want more seasons of that show. It is, it's getting really, really good, too. Like it, I loved it in the first season, but 
It's oh, been evolving into such a good so show. There's so many stories that need to to finish that I want yeah, to and, finish. Yeah, and obviously we need- <laughs> they weren't planning on this. Like, they didn't end season three with a clean ending. No, at nothing all. was solved. And we need more boobs. 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 But boobs. I've been doing my part, Bor. Every time um, there's anything on my Facebook or Instagram that's a sci-fi specific ad, I just comment where's dark matter <laughs> <laughs> or bring back dark matter that's it it'll be someone be like hey here's a new show please support it bring back dark matter but yeah if you're interested in helping uh follow at dark matter ftl on twitter um go to netflix's uh show request page and put in dark matter season four and five i didn't know you could request shows. yeah you can I request shows uh, people have been bombing that uh there's petitions to sign and pretty much just tweeting at netflix and complaining uh well not complaining but nicely asking because netflix currently has the first two seasons on there and uh i mean they already know how how well it does so watch it on netflix request it from netflix and tweet at people i think we started watching it on netflix actually and then we were like "Uh, it's not caught up we have to watch yeah (laughs) Yeah. right because you told us about it boar so wait, you can request shows because you found out I actually like Star. I mean, it doesn't necessarily <laughs> it's just, it's do anything. Box. It's a suggestion. I'm box. just saying, there's a chance we could bring back Pirates of Dark Water and finish it. <laughs> Find all the 13 treasures of Rule. Well, hey, Are you it, kidding me? It, if if Hey Arnold can get wrapped up in a fucking film, then we can get Pirates of Dark Water. I think this is perfect. Yeah, no, yeah, Pirates of it. Dark Water. Oh follow, my god, follow remake Pirates of Dark Water FTL. <laughs> What is what is that? Is it faster than light? Is yes. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's I was FTL like, drive. Florida train liberation. Uh, <laughs> no. It's well, a, it's a common sci-fi term. The football truck league is also the FTL. <laughs> I don't know if you purposely said that, but it's the football truck league too. Fart then laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they call it Dark Matter Blink? I, I have no driving. idea. Come on. Yeah. That would have made sense. Well, they have both. It could could have been do. either. It's true. If they use the Blink drive, that's OP though, and they would probably it would just happen immediately and. They have to build up the suspense. You have to watch Dark Matter, Cap. Get on our I'm, level. I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, if, if Dark if Dark Matter gets picked up, like, nothing. Then you get all the time in the world to watch Where's it. my fucking Dread sequel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, the thing is, is that the campaign, he said that, I think it's at the end of this week, is, like, somebody's probably going to pick it up or it's never going to happen. Oh, like, because of scheduling for the actors. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly why uh, that is, but he said that it's pretty much do or die, and, and yeah, like no, they've been they've been pushing this fan campaign pretty hard. That's probably and it's been like like that's what happened with Constantine. They had it trending on Twitter at least twice, uh, mm. like really high up there. Mm. So good. I mean, good. Everyone speaks very highly of it. Why is everyone so interested in this dark matter? We haven't even proven it exists yet. <laughs> why is everyone suddenly surging on this? I don't get it. <laughs> All right, so. Taking us out, we're going to play a classic track by the Grammar Club. The Grammar Club are basically a kind of uh, pop rock, nerdy pop rock super group with a little bit of rap thrown in. I love pop rocks. I totes remember those guys. Right on. So, <laughs> party on. This yeah. is Shale. <laughs> pa- party, party on, on Denica. <laughs> party on, Cap. Shwing. Um, Shwing. It's uh, Shale Riley, uh, Ty Gunley, a.k.a. the Double Ice Backfire, Beefy, Glenn Case, and uh, Sean Elshon Stone. Um, and now they also have a new dude, uh, Tanner four one oh five Brown, and they are back. The Grammar Club is back, and they are doing a full time gig via Patreon. They are not a band, a music production team. Starting next month, October, there's going to be a new Grammar Club song by the entire collective. The first Sunday of every month, and every other week in the month, there's going to be a new song by either Shale Riley and the Double Ice Backfire, Beefy, Glenn Case, or one of their other projects. So they are back with a vengeance after years of silence. Their last record was in 2013. So to take us out, we're going to play a classic balloon fight from their 2007 record, Bremlanatide. Keep going, uh-huh, 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 get that balloon growing. Hi, how are you doing? I am beefy, 
I'm a lunatic I'll make depression and sadness disappear like it's a magic trick And hey baby, do you wanna go with me on this balloon flight? We'll see all you wanna see And I foresee an event It's you and me getting bent And Connie and Ivy Lee jumps into paying our rent So yeah, it's me and you, you and me We as us spend a month on the bus Just for you, you can trust And I'm feeling happy from this higher elevation See me living posted right here at the simulation station Gathering respect, Nux asking y'all what's the happy hat I see you stressing, pulling hairs up, but baby, just please relax And I drive real slow, I look real mean Me and Cynthia, the nerd transport machine And I got PlayStation, so we all stay fly And play my song when you are stripping at the club tonight Cause I gotta tell my friends to say what's up And nothing makes you feel more worthless Emo and lifeless So catch me doing mic checks Asking do you like this? Well let me see you crouch, crouch forward Walk a little then punch Serving all these kids I'll do this for lunch And I mean like three square meals daily You hanging from the railing It's sad to see you dangling, failing Balloons in the air and puts a smile on my face You're like a lady in my bedroom You're so easy to replace I got these notches on my belt and on my nightstand Stand, stand, Becky, Tracy and Joanna I love them in a minivan Lori was a sportsman It's to me grew up in Japan These mothers tell their daughters That Beefy is such a nice I'm man I'm blowing up monotony With a sledgehammer in a wink You'll take me away from this place Like the you and known as Blink Rolling in the deep snow And we gotta keep going Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh Get that The time is now, but he comes from the year of darkness, 2029. He was created to reshape the future by destroying the present. He feels no pity, no pain, no fear. He feels nothing. He is an unstoppable killing machine programmed for murder. He is Bor. The Terminator. That's just from the second one. Is it from the second one or the first one? That dun, 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 is it from both? You planted a seed of doubt in me. I thought it was dun, both dun, of them, dun, but dun, you planted I, look, a seed of doubt. I only remember the second. The first one was boring for dun, me, dun, and I fell <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.